0: All right, everybody. Welcome back in. It is week seven of the StewCast Pick'Em podcast. We're rolling along, baby. It's a beautiful thing coming up. The picks. And we have some movement on the leaderboard. So stay tuned for that. Also coming up, Penn State versus the khaki pants uh, Nazi lovers from Ann Arbor. And Tennessee-Bama. Big games coming up on the board. Stay tuned for that. First, though, got to introduce our illustrious panel. The Bobcat is, he's still on the IR. We're hopeful to get him off the IR. He is down. He said he is sure to return next week. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully he's feeling all right. Bobcat, we love you. Uh, But we still have our esteemed, the rest of our esteemed panel here. Introducing first the lieutenant, the champ champ, he is a writer for UGA Wire, he is J.C. Sheldon, host of your favorite podcast, the UGA Football
1: Live. (laughs) Thanks, Stu. Appreciate the warm welcome, as always. CBD, what's up? I uh, appreciate you guys letting me jump on a little later. Actually, let me uh, hit publish on the new episode featuring former Georgia linebacker Marlo Herrera. Talked a little Georgia football, his time in Athens, and then we went ahead and skipped Vanderbilt this week, um, and we talked Tennessee. So, if you want to hear a little bit about that breakdown, hit us up UJ Football Live with JC Shelton, all anywhere you get podcasts, and then UGAWire.com. A lot of people are saying they would like to
0: have one week where you just, I don't know, switch it up and start talking Georgia Southern. Uh,
1: some people are saying. Something to keep in mind. <laughs> Georgia Southern live with J.C. Shelton?
0: <laughs> I mean, it sounds electric. Uh, and, of course, he he's, he's the main event every single week. He is Mr. Wednesday night, also known as Mr. Tuesday night. He is the whole effin show the FN stands for fucking he is c v d chris van dyne nc sports big sexy how are you how are things
2: fantastic Stu. uh had a good time recording the power suite podcast earlier with my my, my main man jim seaman aka wilford brimley jr <laughs>
0: He he, absolutely hundred percent. That is a one to one comp. Uh,
2: that that uh, definitely listen to the podcast, and if you do, listen to it all the way through because we had a voice from the grave come and speak to us at the oh. end to give us a special message uh, that I think everyone needs to pay attention to. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm good. Uh, our plays haven't done well, so. <laughs> Speaking I've, of which, uh, I, I lost some weight.
0: <laughs> I I'm I hope uh, taking
2: up some different drugs.
0: I I and that's fair. I I just wanted. I got a DM um, from somebody, and this is not Chris, the person that uh, stalks us. Okay, whenever you're on, so it's not that person. That person has been blocked multiple times. Uh, this is from an unnamed anonymous person. Um. Hey, I just wanted to uh, say I really enjoyed the show. I was listening to it on my uh, trip up to the Borgado with my wife. We were celebrating our anniversary. Beautiful, happy anniversary. And I I was listening to Power Sweep. I got Power Sweep and I loved the Utah and ECU plays. And I said, honey, we're gonna make it big this weekend. And uh, went to dinner, and that was right about the time ECU kicked off, and the restaurant went silent. Once I announced I had ECU, my wife was crying. I ended up having to clean the dishes to pay for the meal because ECU broke me. But I was like, okay, I still got Utah. Still got Utah in the back pocket and we were headed back on the New Jersey turnpike and I saw the Utah UCLA score and my wife made me stop at the nearest truck station and I was giving out handies for 10 bucks to make it back home. (laughs) Tell Chris Van Dyne I'm going to fight him when I see him. Anonymous New Jersey better. That That's hard times. Uh, that is hard times. A, man, that, that's... That's real tough. Ruin, how, Chris, getting my interviewer hat on, how do you feel about ruining a man's anniversary and making him perform uh, fellatio on Dirty Truckers on a New Jersey I'm, turnpike?
2: I'm very sorry to this anonymous person. Um, uh, I, I will take Rob? responsibility next time anonymous it was anonymous
0: the- jc anonymous
2: <laughs> next time we'll tag team the truckers if, if it gets that bad you just call me it, and it, I'll yeah it may come down to it and that's, and right that's from NC Knoxville, Sports
1: tag team truckers
0: <laughs> and that's nc sports vow to you okay yeah, so i yeah. think that's I, worth it i don't score. let
2: our customers down i i feel very responsible when when we put out losing plays it's unfortunate that he picked uh, those two plays because we won, we, we had a three star on Ohio State. That one, both of our two stars won. On How UAB. dare you,
0: Chris? How dare you bring up Ohio? How dare you?
2: Um, uh, UAB and uh, I can't remember what the other two star was that won, and then we won our underdog play of the week on UL Monroe, which I know a lot of people are probably not, not real thrilled to bet, but uh, that, that was actually an easy winner. Uh, never really. Especially in the second half. They shut Coastal Carolina out in the second half. Um, yeah, I, I, I do feel bad, though, that he – hopefully he listened to – hopefully he took our NFL power suite plays on Sunday because they went 3-0. I don't have any – I have nothing to do with that. I don't handicap the NFL. I barely get to watch the NFL. Um, but, you know, hopefully he made up for some of that. But sounds like he didn't and he wants to – beat me into an oblivion. So I all I can offer is my hands next time you have to
0: that. Yeah. 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 Double fist yeah You
2: hate to see you hate to see it. Yeah, you well I, 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 did you ever watch TV show Silicon Valley?
0: No, I have not seen that.
2: Hilarious show and at the end of the first season they do a whole thing on uh whether you can jerk off 800 men in an auditorium in less than 10 minutes and um they figured out a mathematical formula for the, the way to do it and you know there's like a tip to tip uh ratio and it's it's freaking hilarious but uh, jc's looking like what the, what
1: the hell, hell are we talking about Chris, it, it's it's gotten real. It's
2: gone to a real
1: dark place. But it's let's get it in the, it. the right place. What happens when we we'll start talking about I, uh, anonymous? I wish rock. we could.
2: I wish we could have seen. Everyone could have seen JC's face. Just oh,
1: it, you know, it, it, last know. week I'm
2: talking about Mexican whores. Now I'm talking. about...
0: Yeah, <laughs> tag, tag team truckers. It, hey, let's get on the right track. Let's talk some games. Let's head to our first game. Oh, and, in the best conference in the United States of America, uh the Big Ten. And we have the Penn State Nittany Lions, the fighting James Franklin's, uh, headed to uh what can only be described as the three mile island of the Midwest, Ann Arbor, Michigan, shithole. Um, and they're playing some team from there. I don't know. Uh but they're getting seven points, and the over/under is fifty-two. Let's go to our noted Big Ten expert and Big Ten lover of all things, CVD. Uh, Penn State getting seven here against the Nazis. Who do you think is going to win this? Are you are you going for the H man here? You, uh, yeah, I mean, right. are um. you are you an H man guy?
2: <laughs> um, I. I don't think Michigan's played anybody. Sorry to sorry to say the word. Uh, but, I you know, I, I looked at the schedule. They played one of the weakest schedules you can possibly find for a Power 5 team, especially in non-conference play. They started out with Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn. They beat Maryland by seven, win at Iowa 27-14. And if you watch that game, Iowa had the ball on the goal line or on, on like the five yard line with a chance to cover at the end of the game, uh, that they, they beat Indiana in what was what can only be described as you know a lazy performance. They win by twenty one. It was never real convincing. Uh, it was ten to ten at halftime, and the yards were pretty much even. They shut Indiana down. Congratulations on the second half. You know, uh, Penn State's been kind of impressive to me uh you know th- their last game was against Northwestern but you know that game was played in a lot of rain and sludge and uh you know they were dropping snaps left and right they they only won by 10 but the weather had a lot to do with that the the 41 to 12 win against Auburn and and going to Purdue and winning 35 31 you know they, they already have two good road wins so i just don't see where michigan gives faith to people that they're going to win a game by more than a touchdown. Penn State has a a great run D uh, only allowing 81 rushing yards a game. And I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on JJ McCarthy because Blake Corham is not going to do what he's done to other teams. So I think the Penn State defense is good enough to keep them in this game. And as much as I'm not a huge Sean Clifford fan, I am a fan of Nicholas Singleton, that true freshman running back they've got. He is legit. He's got, He's got legit speed. He's averaging 7.3 yards per carry. I think that he is a different kind of back. And really, Penn State struggled the last couple years because they couldn't run the ball. They only ran for 108 yards a game last year. Uh, They they ran for 174 the year before, but only 3.9 yards a carry. So you really got to go back to when they had Journey Brown and Miles Sanders when they could run the ball. And that's when Penn State was really hitting their stride. Now they have a running back that can do those same things. I, I think Penn State covers this game, and they could win it outright. And I know that would just make Stu all giddy.
0: You you would hate to see it. You would absolutely hate to see it. Uh, J.C. Shelton, the lieutenant, uh, noted Big Ten fan. I mean, let's just call it like it is. I mean, Big Ten fan. Uh, what do you think on this one?
1: Where real football is played. Damn right. In. The men of college football. So three, three downs, seven yards, all rushes. Yes, sir. And that's what it's going to be a lot. This game, it's going to be run game, uh, low scoring. What's the over under? Is it 51, 52? 52, sir. Ooh, might be an underplay. I don't know. Um, Because really, uh, we know my hate for Sean Clifford said it multiple times. JJ McCarthy. He's not, he's not, you know, Right behind Clifford there, he's still amongst. Sorry, my my phone that was playing the Braves-Phillies game just fell. Um, go Braves. Got my ring on. Um, so I hate both the quarterbacks here. Uh, I, I think the defenses are strong enough to really just make them worthless. They're going to have to be game managers. Who can manage the game better from the quarterback position here? Um, like you said, like Chris said, they haven't played anybody, Michigan. I mean, their stats look good on paper, but you look at who they play, and you're like, ugh especially Indiana, Iowa, Maryland, the last few games. Um, Penn State had a bigger test. I mean, we know Auburn is trash, uh, but even Northwestern. I mean, I'd rather take them over Indiana and Iowa. Um, I I think it's going to be, like I said, low-scoring games, maybe play the under here. Um, Who can manage the game better? I don't know if Michigan is a seven-point better team here. I don't know. Um, If I had to choose, if I had to pick a line, just because I hate Sean Clifford that much, I'd probably take Michigan, but I'm not going to mess with this game.
0: Yeah, so I, I absolutely love this game, and I'm right there with Chris. Uh, I think one thing folks need to understand is, and you can talk, I, I've heard Derek Stevens, uh, the head of Circus Sports and and uh the D out in Vegas. He said this multiple times. Michigan is the by far the number one school for taking public money. Michigan lines always get inflated. This line, when it came out, I thought it was it should have been four. It should have been four, four, four and a half. It, it came out at six, got bet up to seven. I know some places are in between six and a half. I've seen that at seven and a half. There's a lot of line movement here. I think a lot of sharps are taking Penn State. I think a lot of public money's in on Michigan. I If somebody has access to the up-to-date numbers, I'd, I'd be interested. But I, I don't know that you can bet this Michigan team right now. They haven't played anybody like you said, Chris. And if you watch that game against Indiana, watch that game, it was deplorable. It, it Like, J.J. McCarthy's okay. But they, they won that game purely because Indiana is just hot dog shit. It, it's steaming, and it's on a hot day, and it's humid out. Indiana's worthless. Iowa is bereft. That's a big word I learned at Michigan State. They are bereft of an offense. Uh, Maryland was really, you look at their only test, and they struggled in that game mightily. Maryland doesn't really have a defense that is anything to write home about. I think Michigan's going to have a huge problem. I think you're getting at least three to three and a half points of value where the line's at right now. I think you have to play it on that principle. And I think the money line's in play. The total I don't want to touch because these games can get really weird. But if I had to say something, I agree with you, JC. The under is the play. Um Go fighting Sanduskies. All right. Let's
2: head. Hey, Stu, just, just so you know, I, I do have those numbers. Uh, 63% of the uh bets are on Penn State, 37% on Michigan, 79% of the money is on Penn State. So actually, the public is siding with Penn State right now, but it looks like the sharps are too, based on that 79%. I'll blow uh, that out. About the a water. 16 point- about a 16-point difference. The funny thing is when we were looking at the power ratings last week, the power ratings based uh coming from Westgate actually had Michigan as a 14-point favorite at home. We thought this line was going to be in double digits. We were actually a little disappointed to see it only seven. But, uh yeah, I, 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 we were frothing at the mouth thinking it was going to be in double digits. We're like, oh, man, just – Please be 10 or 11, at least.
0: I, I think it's 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 so inflated because you look at Penn State. They play a close game at Purdue. Now, that granted, that's a game Purdue gave away. But opening up the season at night in West Lafayette, that's not easy. That's still a pretty darn good Purdue team that could end up winning the Big Ten West. You go on the road to Auburn. Now, Auburn's not great, but on the road to an SEC team, that still counts for something. I think that the Northwestern game skews things. The CMU game skews things where you're not trying. You're just trying to get through the week and get out healthy. I I, I think Penn State, and plus coming off a of bye, I think they're ready. I, I love seven.
2: And, and Michigan's playing for their seventh straight week. So, you know, you're you're a little worn down versus Penn State is a little fresher. Yeah. Let's yeah.
0: head to the big game. Alabama, Tennessee, Alabama laying seven and a half. Currently, the total is at 66. Noted Bama enthusiast, noted Tennessee enthusiast, JC Shelton. What you played on this one?
1: Uh, so, I really, to me, and I think everyone will say the same, is the game is predicated for the most part on if Bryce Young can go. Um, as far
0: as I'm tracking, he is.
1: Okay. Um, We know Nick Saban holds it to the vest, right? So, even though you say this, I'm kind of hesitant to go with it. I'll, Um,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll loop you in on some message traffic afterwards. He is
1: playing. Okay. So if we go with he's playing, that definitely makes me think that if this game gets down to a shot for shot, I expect Alabama defense to step up and Bryce Young to make the plays to win. So I I do think it's going to be a close game. I don't think there's any reason you should think differently here based on the way that Alabama has played and Tennessee um, in big games has done well. LSU, they got on top early and didn't let off. If there's a chance that they can force some more Alabama turnovers, which really killed them at A&M, and A&M should have won that game, if not for some bad calls from Jimbo and just a bad quarterback play. Who could have seen that?
0: Who could have seen that coming?
1: Um, so I, I think Tennessee has a lot going for them. You know, this hype is real going to this game. It's going to be a great environment. Unfortunately, I don't get to watch play by play because I'll be at Georgia Vandy. Fam's coming up, so got to go to that one. Uh, but I'll be trying to track oh. this. I'd love to watch it. Yeah, I know. Um, wish it was a 730 kick, but you know, this game to me, it's about quarterback play. Um, yeah, I think they're pretty evenly matched on the offensive side of the ball. Tennessee a slight edge, but they haven't played a defense like Alabama. That's for sure. You look at the defenses they played; the better ones: Pitt, Florida, LSU. Not doing well on that side of the ball. Um, so if, if Alabama, and we'll talk about this next week, and sure, I'm sure, and we've talked about this with CBD on UJ Football Live. Um, you know, sometimes that Tennessee offense can put your defense in a bad space, and Alabama has the weapons to take advantage of it especially when they're on it, right? I uh, look back at Arkansas and how they were able to step on them when they weren't able to get anything going on offense, three and outs. Um, you know, if if Alabama is, is able to use Bryce Young, stretch the field a little bit and get the Tennessee defense um, on a path to where they get tired third, fourth quarter because they're on so many plays, I think they, Alabama could push it a little bit to a 10-point game at that point or maybe more. But I'm really hoping for a good game here. I think Tennessee has what it takes right now, um, if you see what their tape is from these past few games. And if Kenan Hooker plays a good game here and makes the passes, really no turnovers for Tennessee. You can't have a turnover, force an Alabama turnover, You know, make it a one-possession game at the end, and you have a chance. But if I were to play it, what's the line? Seven it and a is half seven Rammer. and a
0: half, and the over-under is 66.
1: Okay, so based on the way Alabama's played, I, I definitely like Tennessee here, especially at home. All the energy is, the game day is going to be there. Energy is on their side. If they can keep it close early, you know, start opening up the offense and start working on that Bama defense. If they get down early, it could be tough. But I, I like Tennessee. I think it's a three-point game. You know, maybe a, maybe a touchdown game at the end. All righty. Uh Chris, I don't think you have a dog in this fight. You're not a real
0: fan of either team. Uh what do you think?
2: Uh no, I, I wasn't even planning on watching this game. Um at least not live. I'm actually Hello, not Chris. gonna I, no, I'm actually not gonna be watching this game live. I'm dead serious. I'm not gonna be watching this game live. I've been
0: there. I've been there.
2: My nephew's birthday party is was scheduled by my brother who is a Tennessee fan, for 4 o'clock. So um, if you guys try to call me or text me on Saturday, I will have my phone off. That's sad. We're going to have to go back to 1988 and not watch the game. You know, back, back in the day, you could not watch a game and not find out who won. Not a problem. But now you have to disconnect yourself from the entire world Sorry, I'm venting right now,
1: Stu. Stu, can you please play the Hulk series music from 1970s, whatever, mm-hmm. right now, please? This, uh, is, this is a status uh, moment. Post production's
0: not history. that great, JC. We're, we're not we're <laughs> not affiliated with UGA football. That is a moment
1: in the StuCast history is right here. Listening to this poor poor explanation of why you're not going to watch your favorite team, Chris. Are, are you going to be available in the evening, nighttime,
2: after the game? After after the game after the game so after the game is over we're gonna watch the game and then after that game I so expect I, a phone call at
0: nine thirty p.m. going yeah because we'll be able to who fast, am I taking in this Nevada Hawaii game
2: we'll be able to fast forward through all the commercials and everything so it will go a little quicker we anticipate we'll probably be done watching it at like eight eight thirty um, which sucks because I'm gonna have to make all my bets early in the day I can't like adjust anything if, you know. Anyways, as far as the game goes, I I need to stop venting about this. Um, I I agree with you, JC. Alabama, to this point, you know, this goes back to really last year. You think back to the Florida game on the road where they only won by two points. Um, The the A&M game, which they lost. Even the Mississippi Mississippi State game last year, they won by 40. Uh, If Mississippi State doesn't settle for a bunch of field goals in the first half, You know, that could have been a much closer game. They did not blow Mississippi State's doors off. And then
1: Georgia, Uh, 33-18.
2: At Auburn, they they, uh, only win 24-22. At home, they only beat LSU 20-14. Against Tennessee last year, they won by 28. But that was a seven-point game in the fourth quarter. And, you know, Bama pulled away with some late touchdowns. This year they they had the close win at Texas, the you know the Arkansas game was kind of weird because you, you know uh, Young gets hurt, Jefferson gets hurt, they're they're winning big, they're they're barely winning, they're winning big, but it just seems like and then last week they're playing to the level of their competition, they're not getting distance on teams, they're not dominating in the way that we expect Alabama to do, and Tennessee frankly is playing. The best football I've seen a Tennessee football team play since mid two thousands. The Eric Ainge, two thousand was that two thousand sixteen. That uh, you know, only lost to that Florida team with Leak that won the national championship game by a couple points. Um, so this has been the best team since then. You know, the the Florida game, they're up seventeen, they let them back in it. And Pitt, that, you know, that that does worry me that they needed overtime to beat Pitt. I was there. If Slovis doesn't get hurt, you know, Pitt might have won that game. And we haven't seen Pitt look real good since. But I was impressed with how they jumped on LSU last week and didn't let up. Um, I, As far as betting this game, I, I would take the points. But I think the better play might be the over. I really do. Because I think Tennessee scores on anybody. And if Tennessee's scoring like that, as long as Bryce Young plays, like you said, J.C., that is everything for this game. If Bryce Young plays, they're going to be able to throw the ball all over Tennessee, and that's the one thing that worries me. You know, when you let Anthony Richardson throw for four fifty-three on you, Jalen Daniels did complete a lot of passes last week. His guys dropped balls, and they couldn't convert in the red zone. They moved the ball on Tennessee a lot. Daniel's threw for 300 yards. He just can't throw downfield. I mean, his deep ball is terrible, and he, you know, he's just inaccurate enough that when his guys do catch a pass, he they catch it in a way that he doesn't throw them open and he he doesn't lead them enough to where they can catch and run. Um, I love the Tennessee defensive front. They've really done a good job shutting the run down. They're only giving up 89 rushing yards a game, so it might be tough for Jamar Gibbs to really get going, but he does have that big run capability in him. We, we've seen it the last couple of weeks and a Bonaconda did get, uh, did get a, uh, I think a 75 or an 80 yard touchdown run against Tennessee. So they they can let one up any every once in a while, but if young plays, I think he throws for a lot of yards. Tennessee just out of starting safety, get arrested. He's probably not playing. I imagine he's suspended right now. I think the play in this game is to take the over, you look at some of the games where Alabama's had to play these spread teams that that run tempo last year, uh, you know, was it uh, two years ago they had the, the wild game with uh, Ole Miss where it was 63-48, um, you know, 52-24 last year with Tennessee, 42-35 with Arkansas. Th- they've had some games where they give up some points, I think, over – uh, what would we say 66 or 67 Stu
0: 66 good sir
2: yeah I I, I if, as long as Bryce young plays I I see that going over the total and I would lean Tennessee but I like the total a little more last week uh I like the total as well but Jalen Daniels just he, he's not Bryce Young so uh, I I think that the offense for Bama will strike a lot if if he's playing quarterback
0: All right. I'm, I'm, I would lean. I'm, I'm refusing to bet Alabama games. I, I, this team last week, I mean, all the numbers said, take Bama. All the numbers said, take Bama. Um, And this team just does not perform. Like you said, so astutely, Mr. CVD, Mr. Wednesday night, whole effing show. But uh i'm gonna side slightly against you i in my mind i think the play may be the under and the main reason being i know there's a narrative that bryce young is this all-world passer i have not seen that out of the alabama offense yet right i've seen a lot of jameer gibbs I've seen a lot of slants that get taken 40, 50 yards. I believe in this Tennessee defense, it's not as good as AM's defense, but it is pretty decent. And I believe in this Alabama defense, uh, I, I heard a stat, JC. This may hurt your feelings, but if you look at the the run expectancy, like uh, and this is a stat that goes towards, you know. What you're expected to gain on a rush versus what you get last year's Georgia team elite elite at like fifty eight percent. you so you got fifty eight percent of the yards you were expected to get on a rush against Georgia. Alabama's at like fifty three percent this year. So they're even better against the rush Who do they play? Than, okay, fair. But I'm just saying, it's Robinson. a stat. It's a stat. Yes. Bijan Robinson without a quarterback. Bijan Robinson is absolutely the best running back He's in the awesome. country, and he it's, didn't have a it's not even. It, they it's were not even comparable.
1: They were um, one-dimensional.
0: And and I bring that up to say, I think uh, Smalls gets kind of nullified in this game you're going to have to force Hendon Hooker to make those throws. And while he will make some, and he will put up some points, I kind of tend to lean towards the under. It's not going to be a – I scratched it off. I scratched it off my card because I think there, it, it's too wild, and I refuse to bet Bama games. I just will not do it the rest of the year because I just – this team is so up and down that it's, it's hard to actually understand – how good are they? We can't evaluate that. It, it, like, last year we could look at that Georgia team and go, we know how good they are. <clears throat> this year's Ohio State team, I think we can look at them and go, we know how good
2: you are. I think the the concern for me with Tennessee's defense, though, Stu, is the fact that I, don't, I, I do like this defense, but anybody can throw on them. Anybody. I mean look it's fair thinking. but
0: you know there's a lot of talk if, right now Bill O'Brien is not the most loved man in Tuscaloosa I, oh, I understand
2: I, that but I, th- I think that Alabama it's not so much that they play to the level of their competition it seems like they're letting the other team dictate how the game is played like A&M wanted that to be a low scoring slugfest and the fact that Young wasn't playing and you know Alabama couldn't complete a pass downfield. Let's, field. let's not really forget happen. Happen. there was
0: four turnovers there, back to back to back in their own, essentially in their own uh, side of the field, that allowed Texas A&M to have short fields, right? Yeah,
2: but they That's didn't have any faith overcome. in Milrow because I mean they only threw nineteen passes. They had no faith in
0: it. And what's scary about that is is Milrow, who is. Absolutely. Here's one thing that freaks me out about the Bill O'Brien offense, right? And you saw it in the Texas game, right? Bryce Young has the capability to run, create movement, get out of the pocket and run, right? It it, it adds that extra layer to that offense that makes it really, really tough. And you didn't see that to the fourth quarter. What you saw up to that point was stay in the pocket, wait for things to develop. And I don't think you, you know, Henry Ruggs ain't out there running routes. Jalen Waddell isn't out there. Devonta Smith is not out there. Go Eagles, fly Eagles fly. Uh, It's, it's really as simple as I don't think Bryce Young in this bill O'Brien system is as good as others in other systems. I I'm going to, I'm, I may end up on Bama insiders again and somebody puts a clown mask on me, but that's, I honestly feel that I, I see this as a 31, 24, 31, 27 type game. And, and I think that both teams are going to score. The line hasn't moved. It's come down half a point. It's come down half a point on the total. And so that's why I'm hesitant to to bet the bet the over. That's the only thing I would say here, Chris.
2: I, I get it. I I think the line hasn't moved just because everyone's waiting to see what what the hell's going on with Young.
0: Oh, Bryce's point.
2: And you and you might think that or even have information about that, but publicly that's not yes. That's not the public is not confident in that. I assure know.
0: you, if I have that information, the Sharps in Vegas have that information. Oh, and maybe
2: the Sharps do, but the public doesn't.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, gentlemen, let's take a quick break. Let's, on the flip side of this, get to the picks. Meanwhile, check out our friends at NC Sports. They're doing the Lord's work out there. They're giving handies to truckers. They're there for you. They're going to come in your hole. When you're in your hole and you're taking fire, they're going to come in your hole. Hard oh, and fast. boy.
2: Uh, I, I didn't, I did not need to know that we were going to come in anyone's home.
0: <laughs> well, they put their name on it. It's, it's in the byline. And so check out NC sports. Seriously. Power sweep is a phenomenal tool. Uh, and I, I think the stats provided are incredible. It's well worth the purchase. Go take a listen, go check them out. Listen to our friend CBD and listen to the picks on the flip side after this short break.
2: Hello everyone, this is Chris Van Dyne from North Coast Sports. You'll hear me here every week during football season with my main man Stu from the StuCast. And just wanna let everyone know, we got a lot going on at North Coast. We got power sweep coming up going to be releasing that at the end of August and get on board for Power Sweep at ncsports.com definitely check out our podcast on ncsports.com and like I said you'll hear me every week giving out some of the best handicapping picks that you will get in the industry uh, with Stu and Bobcat every week here as well as at North Coast Sports ncsports.com
0: and we're looking forward to football season. All right, we're back with the picks. Everybody's favorite portion of the show. Bobcat, he has not sent any picks. He is abstaining from this week. Um, We will give him uh, – well, we won't give him anything. I was going to make him take Alabama – But we're going to hold off on that in in reverence to the good Bobcat. He has no picks this week. He is 26, 25 and 1 overall in the year, 6 and 8 on the locks, 7 and 8 on the dogs. He had a horrific week last week, back to the norm, Uh, went 3 and 5. Not to be outdone. We head to our next person, Uh, and unfortunately, I hate to say it, it's Saving Private Ryan. It's the lieutenant. J.C. Shelton went four and four last week. Uh, Got lucky. Uh, It brings his total. 27, 24, and a push. Seven and six on the lock. Seven, nine and one on the dogs. J.C. Shelton, UGA, wire. What you got?
1: All right. So, smaller card this week, you know, trying to focus in here because for some reason I'm inconsistent. UJ football live picks, I went four and one. I, I added some games and then I do that on the show last week. So, let's focus in. We're going to start with a regular pick here because Stu likes me to do these in order. Um, Iowa State at Texas. Texas getting 16 and a half. I really like this Texas team with Quinn Ewers because it allows that running back we spoke about earlier, Robinson, to get uh, good space, all right, and to do his thing. Ewers is a baller. He's a sniper, and I think he's going to do it versus Iowa State this week. I like Texas by 20. I'm not going to backline it, but I think I have 16 and a half. Not sure what Stu has.
0: I've got 16 and a half and 17 in some spots. 17 is still a play for you, correct? Yeah. Okay. I'll give you 16 and a half on the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Give me Texas. Um, moving on. We'll go locks first. Three locks here. Miami at Virginia Tech. Miami getting seven points here. Virginia Tech is atrocious. I like Miami. Miami minus seven. Yes. I like Miami here. I think this to be at least a 10-point game. The Fighting Hurricanes, the Fighting Crystal Balls get it done at Virginia Tech, who is a dog shit show. That's a lock. Moving on, Mississippi State, some say a playoff team at Kentucky. Not sure if Will Levis is going to play. He had a boot on last week. Um, they just kind of throw him out there either way, I think. Um, because they don't care about his health at all. Kentucky, their offensive line is atrocious. They weren't able to do anything versus South Carolina, and their defense, we know how bad that is. That was impressively bad from them last week. So I think with Mississippi State and the way they're playing on both sides of the ball right now, Will Rogers is the best quarterback in America right now. Sorry, CVD and Mr. Hookers. Um, I, I really like Will Rogers and that offense making plays on defense, unlike a year ago. That's the difference between them now and them last year. Give me Mississippi State to make a statement here. I think they win on the road. I think UK is getting four points. Am I right? Yeah, I
0: will point out, I believe this line went up to seven at one point, and it's now back down to four. Hmm, Maybe Will is playing, but
1: I, I think either way. That offensive line is just Yes, this
0: great. line went up, opened at three, went to seven, back down to four. So I would imagine that Will is most likely going to play.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, doesn't change. I think it would be a closer game with him in. But I still like Mississippi State on the road here. I, I really do. That's a lock. Um, And then also, sorry, Steve, I didn't say. But these are locks who so I'm talking about. So Miami was a lock, too. Yes, sir. Okay, and then last lock. USC at Utah. Utah three and a half. USC has when they do they have, who they play right? Um, I think they get exposed this week versus a Utah team that is reeling after that beatdown they took from UCLA, which I I picked Utah last week. Um, I'm picking them again this week. Three and a half. Right, Stu?
0: One of the weirder lines. This feels like a Vegas is trying to tell you USC's losing this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Chris, they your thoughts? Two. I know you abstained from the Pac-12. Hi.
2: No, I agree with JC. I, I'm, I'm a fan of Utah. I just am so <sighs> disappointed in how they played last week. I'm yeah. jaded right now. I try not to be that way, but um, you know, we haven't had much right go go much go right in the last like four years on Pac 12 games, so I'm just like, you know what? It's like I have to do this every year. I have to, lose I've tried
0: like to tell you, plays. I've tried to beg and plead with you, do not include Pac 12 games. Yeah, that if it's a, it a non
2: conference game like Washington versus Michigan State, that's one thing. Well,
0: oh, how dare you! How dare you! Wow, just wait, catching ricochets here. Just, Just don't even do it. <laughs> JC, yeah. your dogs.
1: You know, I think that beatdown is really going to – well, you take a physical team like that, Utah is that team still. They get they take a beatdown like that, usually they respond pretty well the next week, um, especially against a good team in their conference who they have to beat if they want to hit the postseason, right? So I, I think that they're going to play – a different at a different level this week than we saw them last week. They're gonna have that taste in their mouth. They're gonna get after it. I like him by seven, three and a half. Right, so I'll take that. Give me Utah. That's a lock. Uh, and then two dogs here. I've got Minnesota at Illinois, the Fighting Illini, the Fighting Brett Bielamas. Offensive run game is great, and if they can get that moving versus Minnesota. I think they pull away. They're a home dog. Uh I, I think this is an easy play to be honest. Dog here, Illinois. JC
0: Shelton says he loves the Polish hammer. Arthur Sikowski. Hey, anonymous New Jersey betters in your fucking face. The Polish hammer. JC Shelton approved. Let's fucking go. I love the pick, JC.
1: Let's go. Let's go. Fighting Illinois fighting Polak first time ranked in like 20 years. I can't remember the stat. It's been forever. They're going to play like it this week. Second dog last pick last pick. Number eight, Oklahoma state at TCU. TCU let Kansas stick around way too long. Almost lost that game. Uh, Oklahoma state really the difference for me here. Is the play of Sanders at quarterback for this team, the Cowboys? His threat with his legs is is something else. I watched it last week. Um, You know they threaten you down the field, and then he breaks off a huge run. It's hard to stop. I don't think TCU is going to be able to do that. Um, You know TCU is getting three and a half, I believe. I think think it's at four. Even better. Uh, I think OK State covers that. Maybe TCU wins by, by field goal, but if they do, I'm still golden. So give me the fighting Cowboys as my last pick and a dunk. All righty. Let's
0: head to myself. Last week, I'm chugging along, Fuck, fo- folks. I'm like Thomas the Train. I just keep choo-choo, choo-choo. Keep increasing that lead just a shade below percentage-wise, 0.526 to J.C.'s 0. 0.529 because I picked more games. That should be counted for more, but it's not. Uh Four and three last week, bringing me up to 30 and 27 on the year locks eight and six my dog six and seven rough week with the dog i took ecu i based it on chris van dyne so So you're winning by a push yes
1: yeah let's just let's go ahead and state that
0: well don't pick pushes um this week it's pretty simple for me i'm gonna go with my uh non-locks or non-dogs first iowa state texas i'm gonna go under 49 and a half I really truly believe in this Iowa State defense. This always seems to be a slugfest. While I think Texas does win, I I think the unders play in that game. Buffalo minus 16 and a half against uh, Massachusetts. This Buffalo team, Cole Snyder's like Rocky Lombardi last year. I mean, they have performed in a way that is very unexpected. You can go through the game logs of each game. This is a better team than anybody thought. I think Buffalo minus 16 and a half um, is a solid play. I'll take Army first half against Colgate. Uh Colgate is uh cold piss on a toilet seat. Uh that's pretty much sums up their offense. I I like I like Army at home in the first half. Because a lot of these games are blowouts. I imagine this this line will be 38. or Because Army's been bad, I'm hoping it's under 40. You get a first half line somewhere around 17 to 20 or so. That's what I'm hoping. Um, so I'm going to take Army first half. Don't have a line. You'll get it Saturday. I'm going to take San Jose State minus nine. Fresno State without Jay Kaner is lost. They, I mean... They might end up on ABC uh, as a primetime show because they are so lost. They Their plane has crashed. They're on the beach. They are lost. Did they die? We don't know. They might have. I like San Jose State. This is a pretty solid team in the Mountain West. Um, and I think a six-point line move is trying to tell you something, folks. I'm going to take San Jose State minus nine. And I'm going to go to a, the biggest rivalry game of the week. Alabama, Tennessee, go to hell. Uh, Michigan, Penn State, go to hell. Utah, USC, go to hell. I like These games are nothing compared to the showdown in the desert you're going to see with the Lobos going on to take on the Aggies. Let me tell you about the Battle of Las Cruces, okay? You're going to see it. Give me the under. These teams, the, the they're they're horrific. That, I mean, New Mexico's got a really solid defense. The Aggies lost 21 to 7 to FIU, and FIU quit playing football a year and a half ago. I mean, it's incredible. It's really incredible. 38 and a half. It's a Army Navy type line. It's a it's a Navy Air Force line. Give me the under uh 38 and a half. I don't know how you may not even see a touchdown. Uh let's go to the dogs. Penn State, your your dog. I'm sprinkling money line. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. Like I'm the ice cream man. Sprinkle, sprinkle. Shout out Gucci Mane. Gucci main Fluff, Goo up. And eh, thank you, JC. Uh I like Penn State. Reason stated earlier in the show. I'm gonna go with another dog here. I want to get CVD's idea here. Tell me why. I'm gonna do my Brian Windhorse moment. Tell me why Dennis Leary's out and the line opens at five, and NC State is now down to a three and a half point dog. Tell me why.
2: Think about it. Well, uh, first thing, he's not necessarily out. Uh, Doran has not ruled him out for sure. I don't think he's playing. I don't see,
0: absolutely not. I don't think he's playing. And this is, this is even a, a harder case to make than the Will Levis thing. But I, this line has moved down and stayed down. And I, I know there's a lot of reports saying Leary is most likely not going to play. And this line has come down and I'll say this about Syracuse. I watched them against Virginia. This is a team that against a competent defense, which they have not played yet. Uh, Purdue, maybe, maybe, but I mean that could be that could be debated. I think they're going to have some problems. They're I think they're going to have some problems offensively. This NC State team, they have the best linebacking core in my mind in the country, possibly, certainly in the ACC. This NC State team defensively gets after it they are capable of it uh I, I think they are very strong running the ball they won that game last week without a quarterback ready to throw ready to play an FCS transfer up uh and and they beat a Florida State team that they had no right beating once Larry went out I trust the NC State team I, I think three and a half this is going to be another sprinkle of the money line because I think NC State has a good shot to win. And we know this Syracuse thing. I mean, I love Syracuse. I love the Orange men. I root for them. You can't, you can't make the top twenty-five after you just beat Wagner. We we can't do that. We we we. That's not the game that pushes you into the top twenty-five. We can't have that. Uh, so I'll leave with that and my lock of the week. Only one lock. It's a game that Vegas is against me on because the line has moved down. So I'll preface it with that. Ohio, Western Michigan, over 58 and a half. It has come down from 60 and a half down to 58 and a half. I'm basing this on only two things. And I know to be sure, Ohio's defense is complete, complete AIDS. I mean, they don't stop a cold. And Western Michigan is a team that just gave up 50, a 50-burger. Shout out Rico Bosco. A 50-burger to Eastern Michigan. And this is a Western Michigan team that has consistently given up points defensively. I think Caden Rourke in this Ohio offense is competent enough to get into the 30s, maybe even the 40s. And this Western Michigan team is going to have enough success. I think Sean Evans is talented against the right defenses, against the right defenses. And uh, Skalopnik or Scalopic or whatever the hell his fucking last name is, I think he's okay enough to get a few touchdowns. I I see this easily, 38-27 something like that. I think you get into 65, 66, 67 territory. I think you're getting some points here. I'm going to make that my lock of the week over Bobcats. Shout out Bobcat Uh, and Broncos. Let's roll. Now let's head to the big winner, winner, chicken dinner of the week. Coming off a phenomenal five and three week. He is currently 18, 25, and one. It is a 41% uh hit rate. It's coming up, folks. Let me tell you, it's coming up. It's coming up. Underdogs are hitting at seven and four clip. He's giving you money lines. He's giving you, he's giving you dog plays that are hitting out of this world. Fade him on his locks, though. One and eight against the locks. You finally put one on the board. That's good. Uh, CVD, Mr. Wednesday Night, what do you got?
2: All right. Uh, I'll start with my dogs. Uh, I'm going to go with one of uh, JC's dogs. Brett Bielema has never lost to Minnesota. He's 8-0 all time against Minnesota. And he doesn't have to win this game. He just has to lose by less than a touchdown. So, um, I I like Illinois' defense. I know that Sikowski's starting quarterback.
0: Can I I tell you something, Chris? Yeah. And I hate to cut you off. You're on a roll. The Polish hammer haters, and you know who you are. I know you're listening. You're out for a walk right now. Suck it. Suck it long and hard. Suck it long and hard for the Polish hammer. Go ahead. Keep going. I love it, Chris. I love it.
2: Sitkowski doesn't have to do much to, to keep this game close. He just has to not make critical mistakes, hand the ball off to Chase Brown. This is all you got to do. Hand his, the ball.
0: His off. completion percentage last week, astronomical.
2: Not, not for a lot of yards, but. Well, well I
0: didn't say yards, but his completion yeah. percentage was phenomenal. 10 of 15 for 16 yards last week. I dare <laughs> another quarterback to do that this year. Dare it. <laughs>
2: He was better than 10 of 6. Uh, Sikowski was 13 of 19 for 74 yards last week. He turned it on. He
0: lulled <laughs> him to sleep. The published hammer does that to you, okay?
2: Yeah, but I, I think the defense will do enough to keep this game within a touchdown. I think Illinois covers. Uh, I got one other dog uh, Dog I gave out in the Power Sweep podcast. I watched the entire Louisiana-Monroe-Coastal Carolina game last week.
0: Because, <laughs> God uh, bless you.
2: I had had a decent amount of money riding on ULM, and I I had a money line uh, parlay bet with ULM. Um, Didn't pull out, but uh, ULM was in that game the entire time. They shut Coastal out in the second half. ULM's defense is not very good. ULM actually had the ball to one-yard line with a chance to tie the game in the fourth quarter and got stopped, but I I was – I haven't been impressed with Coastal Carolina all year. They're one and nine as a double-digit favorite, and they have played absolutely nobody. Uh, you know that they, they did beat Army in their first game. That's probably their best win, or Buffalo by twelve. But they were losing against Buffalo at halftime. Losing that game for a long time as a twelve-point favorite, they got outgained by one hundred and forty-one yards against Gardner Webb. Their best game they actually played was against Georgia State when they won by 17. Big whoop. Uh they beat Georgia Southern by four and won it at Louisiana Monroe by seven last week. Old Dominion's competent. Statistically, they don't look they don't look flashy, but they beat Virginia Tech on the road this year.
0: What and, I, I think we need to start asking what's this Virginia Tech team.
2: No, yeah, and I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you, but It was still I'm sorry that game was the home, Uh, but they still as a a team like Old Dominion winning that game is a big deal. They only lost to Virginia by two. I don't know that this Coastal Carolina team is all that much better. Uh, The the win against Arkansas State actually is not is a decent win. Arkansas State's been playing pretty well. So I, I think that Old Dominion can keep this within single digits. I I. Really like the fact that they're also taking a lot of sharp money right now. Uh, let me pull that up. Uh, Old Dominion is uh, where the heck is that game? It's uh, uh, okay. There it is. Coastal Carolina's taking seventy percent of the bets in this game, according to DraftKings. But 72% of the money has gone on Old Dominion. Same situation that played in my favor for Southern Miss against Tulane. uh, ULM against Coastal Carolina last week. Duke against Northwestern earlier this season. This game I bet. I didn't talk about it on the podcast. But it is a game I bet when I saw the split. Um, So I love when I see a team taking 70% of the money while the other team is taking 70% of the bets. It tells me all that sharp money is going on the underdog. I'll probably play some money line, sprinkle some money line on ODU, just because I don't believe Coastal Carolina is truly a 6-0 and team. But uh, for, for the podcast, though, I'll just take the, what is it, 12, 12 and a half, 12 and a half, I think, right now.
0: Yeah, I have it at 12.
2: Okay. okay. Uh, so those are my two dogs, ODU and Illinois. Uh, I'll give you the rest of my other plays before I get to my locks. I'm going to go with UAB minus 23 and a half against Charlotte. Charlotte's defense is absolutely dreadful. UAB is 21 7 and 1 against the spread at home since they came back from the, the two year hiatus they had. Charlotte can't stop anybody. They've already lost three games by 30 plus this if year.
0: Reynolds, I'm assuming Reynolds is fully healthy though, correct?
2: He is, he is, but I, UAB's defense is good enough that they can slow him down.
0: Sure, and, sure.
2: And, uh, you know, we saw that last week because they, they I was
0: actually demolished, the, I, demolished I was looking at the over for this because I, 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 I agree with you. UAB, their run game is off the charts good.
2: Yeah, and Charlotte's sh- off the charts bad against, yeah, and they
0: even. should be able to get to 35 40 easy. But I feel like you know, and you used this a few weeks ago. Shout out to Chris Van Dyne of North Coast Sports Power Sweep. Subscribe, yo. Know, you had a big play of Charlotte, South Carolina, because you said, okay, Charlotte's defense is horrific, however. At the end of this game, they're going to put up twenty some odd points, and they did. They they hit that yeah. over. Do you see something like this happening in this game? Is the over also possibly in play?
2: No, oh, definitely. I think Charlotte every week the over is in play. Um, I just prefer UAB this week over the total because I, I think UAB will get distance. They always get distance at home, and Charlotte's the kind of team. They've proven that. They, they can get blown out, and they once they get down big, they tend to kind of lay down. Um, another play I've got uh, is New Mexico. Uh, you like the under. I'm on the Lobos. I think uh, Rocky Long hates Las Cruces, and he's the defensive coordinator in New Mexico State. Won't even stay at a hotel in Las Cruces if he can avoid it. He would love nothing more than to beat up on – uh, the the Aggies who are absolutely dreadful. You mentioned the 14 point loss to FIU. Uh, New Mexico is not nearly as bad as New Mexico State. You know that I, I know the Mountain West is kind of a hodgepodge of crap this year, and you know that they're not spectacular, but they do have a 17 point win over UTEP. Uh, their losses are at least respectable, and To me, it's just the coaching advantage. I'll take uh, a competent, rocky-long defense over a senile Jerry Kill-led team that I just think is outmatched in every game they play, aside from when they played Hawaii, who was also just terrible. So I'll take New Mexico laying the points. um, And I will also take Miami of Ohio, uh, real quick,
0: yeah. uh, UNM is lane, I have it at six.
2: Okay. Yeah, and I'll take that anything under a touchdown for sure. And I'll take Miami of Ohio over Bowling Green. Miami of Ohio has to win this game. Bowling Green's absolute trash. Uh, I, I watched that game against Buffalo last week, and, man, they can't get out of their own way. Miami, because they lost that game to Buffalo a few weeks ago, they have to just run run the table in the Mac, and I think they will in this game. They just beat Kent. And they're going to come in confident in this game. Jerry uh, Chuck Martin's great against the spread in uh, in these MAC games. My two locks. Uh, I'm going to go Syracuse NC State under. Uh, it looks like I agree. Leary's not going to play, and if that's the case, I don't see NC State scoring a lot. They didn't show any faith in Jack Chambers, the Charleston Southern transfer, throwing the ball. I do think he will throw it a little bit. I think that he is, uh, you know, track record shows that. He, you know, he, he's thrown some passes. He threw for almost 400 yards against East Carolina a couple of years ago. I do like, I do like your play on NC State, though, as a dog here. I'll take the total on the under, and I'll take NC State just as an extra play. But I like the under a little more, 42 and a half. I think Sean Tucker does not look like the same Sean Tucker from years ago, from last year. He looks tentative. He goes down first contact. Uh, it's not the same Syracuse team, so I'll take uh, I'll take two teams that just don't aren't moving the ball real well. And NC State's got a fantastic pass defense. They've actually uh, intercept intercepted nine passes. They've only allowed five touchdown passes. I,
0: I think it's pretty clear they have the best defense in the ACC, and I don't know that it's actually close.
2: Yeah, it might be. You might be right about that. And uh, my other lock. Um. Yeah, my other lock is Wisconsin. Uh, I'll go back How
0: dare you? How yeah. dare this kind of ricochet? No, you're you don't get to talk about no, no. Hey, it I'm just gonna keep playing against
2: Sparty, man. You like, you like Sparty Wisconsin. has been a gift for me, folks. He likes Wisconsin.
0: Wisconsin. We what we, we get it.
2: Sparty has been such a gift for me, man. I, I don't. Uh. Uh. You Who choose your
0: dead? words wisely, Mr. Ohio Van Dyne. State. I will. You choose your words wisely, Mr. Van Dyne.
2: I have been there, Stu. I've been there when your team is not very good.
0: We are rebuilding Washington, Tuck Minnesota,
2: Maryland, Ohio State. Propaganda. They've got a in all four games. I'm Dude, going to give back me a against...
1: point, half a point. Stu, I'm sorry to interrupt, CBD. Stu, will you give me a half a point if I fade Chris here? If I lose?
0: under consideration.
1: I I will take this. I will fade Chris here just for go green go white fighting mel tuckers.
2: <laughs> you know what? Jim Leonard's got a motive. Add it to my card.
0: Michigan State as a lock. Go. Add it to my card. Add go. it to my card. Fade Van dyne uh initiated. Michigan State as a lock.
2: Oh, Plus I can't wait to put you on. I'm half. gonna be. I'm gonna call you. You're you're gonna get so much house of pain on Sunday. On Saturday, well, when I fucking actually.
1: What time actually, do they play?
2: Please tell me it's a noon game.
1: Yes, please. To be honest,
0: guys, stop. It, it hurts too much to know the time. I believe it's at four.
2: Oh man, I can't, I can't watch even watch
0: it. it. Hey, guess what you know what? <sighs> JC Shelton put the Maloika on you. That's what he did. He hit you with the Shiano Maloika. Guess what? Yeah, you talk about Wisconsin, and then me and JC are going to tell Badgers. you wrong.
2: Go Badgers.
0: I think what you haven't uh, adjusted for in JC, correct me if I'm wrong. Tuck coming. Tuck coming.
1: Mm-hmm. With a cigar and a, with two cigars in it.
0: He's, he's all about because those nicotine are the, the two poisoning wins he has. and mouth cancer. That, if, if I know my coach, that's what he's about. And on that note, on that high note, let's wrap it up. Folks, check out UGA Football Live. Can I make a
1: quick note here, Stu? Yes, sir. I know we're all sports fans, so I have to bring it up, um, and especially for the one Phillies fan that I know listens to this show. Oh, um, God. Buck. The Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, What just occurred while CVD was giving his beautiful picks? I I liked it, CVD. Except for one. I respect it. They hit Ronald Acuna Jr. in the arm. Buddy with a limp arm decided still to take the base and then scored. 3 nothing Braves. Thank you for doing that. You do not touch Acuna. You have now lost the series immediately. I'm so sorry, Phillies. Not sorry at all. Actually, you're watching <clears throat> holes. Continue. Thank you.
0: You hate to see these ricochet shots at our friends over at Philly Mongo's available on Spotify. Check it out. Uh, JC Shelton, check him out on UGA Football Live. And as always, our friend CBD doing the Lord's work, except for this week, apparently, because he's decided to side with not only the H Man. But Satan. Um and so this might be a week you lay off, but in the future, tons of value. Tons of value. ncsports.com CVD. Folks, we'll be back next week. And I can't wait for me and JC to throw this in your face. Your stupid face with your stupid glasses. I cannot wait. Go green.
2: Go Come white. Back.
0: There we go. There we go. Oh no Badgers. A little synergy. We'll see you next week, folks.